Hi, this is Dave Kirpin. And I'm Carrie Kirpin. And you're listening to In, In It, it Together. Together. All right. Hey, Dave. Hey, Carrie. What's going on? Mm, lots. The world is going on today. What's going is there? Is there something going on in the world this week? Uh, in it's, let's see. It's uh, March. March. What is it? March 9th? March 10th? March 10th. March 10th as we record this. And we are in uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, just uh, about 45 minutes outside of the lovely uh, town where where my dad lives, New Rochelle, New York. Yep. And apparently, uh, for those of for those of our many listeners who don't uh, watch any news of any sorts, there is a global pandemic going on. It's hard to know. It's hard to know uh, what to trust and what to do and all of it there's so much information and especially if you're uh, working in social media you're on these networks all day and you see updates not just from things like the CDC but from your friends you know that have their own opinions and all kinds of stuff and it's it's just really stressful yeah and there's so many different perspectives I mean not only are there different perspectives from individuals that that receive all the news but there's so many different perspectives from even the people that are that are giving the news that are reporting on the news that are telling us and it's like i guess to your point carrie so hard to know what to trust um and decisions to make right like you're we're employers we're parents and we have a lot going on and you have to make the best choices for your employees for your family for everybody right so um yeah, so you don't want to panic, but at the same time, you want to be safe and keep your children safe and your employees safe. And in the case of my role on the school board, the town, the, you know, the, the students of our of our Port Washington school district safe. It's um, it's really hard. I know I know you recently uh, developed a, a, a policy for uh, likable um, about uh, travel and work from home. Yeah, for Likeable, it's really about safety and comfort. So safety first. If you're sick, it's mandated that you stay home. You cannot fly to um, any location that is deemed unsafe to fly. You you know, all un- non-essential travel is banned. And, and then if you have travel for work, specifically, the zone matters a lot and how we move forward with that. And then with work from home policy, um, we're really encouraging everyone to work from home. And uh, if they can't work from home and it's essential that they come in the office, um, we're trying to do everything possible to make it, like if you work with equipment or you work with something like that, really to be able to make it easier for them to work from home. And then there are some people who just want to come into the office. You know, I remember um, snow days in New York City when they used to, before they used to close the schools, you used to leave school open because some kids just needed a place to go. And so I maintain that philosophy with likable. People sometimes just want to come into the office. They need somewhere to go. And so I wanted to leave the option either way. So it's like basically you can work from home without penalty. Of course, you're encouraged to work from home. And then also the space is open as a safe space for you to still go um, until I hear that it's mandated or otherwise. I believe in that philosophy. That's that's fantastic. And how, how have people responded? I think well. I think well. Good. And um, uh, we are 
of course, talking to our kids um, about the coronavirus and, and what's going on. And what's interesting is um, we might have thought that one might have been more nervous than the other um, based on their personalities. And it seems like the opposite is the case. And so um, one thing that, that, that we were just talking about and need to figure out, right, is, is how to best talk to each of our three children about about what's going on. Yeah, and I think it really, one of the things that we did immediately once we started talking about that um, was really look into the research. And one of the areas that I loved was information that came from Common Sense Media. You know, there's there's a certain element of this um, when things are feel so um, sort of disastrous, like the sky is falling. You know, you have these events, these major, major events in history. And I believe that this is one of them. Um, people react very differently and, and how you talk to your kids is different. So we started looking into uh, some of our trusted sources. And one of those sources that I really love is Common Sense Media. I use them a lot for when I'm, I'm evaluating what shows I think are, are good for the kids and, and looking at recommendations. I really love Common Sense Media. And they, they really talked about how to address it differently by age. Um, and specifically like with eight young kids, age two to six, like really keeping them away from the news, not exposing them to it and just teaching them good habits. Like hand washing can be fun and don't pick your nose and all of the good stuff that we need to know. Um, really, but asking them some prompts to see what they know too, because what a two-year-old knows might be different from what a six-year-old knows. And I think that really carries over um, as they get older, you really want to find out what they know. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the nice things about the this common sense guidelines is that they have by uh, by age group, and we have actually one child in each of the three age groups that 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 common sense focuses on. And with our with our four and a half year old, I think um, in terms of Corona, it's shielding him from all of the 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 scary news stuff, um, which is probably the most common sense of all. But at the same time, just, just making sure we're checking in with him and understand he's probably getting a lot of, a lot more inputs from, you know, uh, uh, he and, and, and kids notice things no matter how young they are. They do notice things. So so checking in with him about how he's feeling and to your point earlier, you know, maybe making hand washing fun, adding some new songs to the mix. Let's let's see if we can get through the whole alphabet song while we wash our hands now and 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 just reminding him of some of those basics. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think kids are sponges as we know and they they absorb your not only the information you give them but your energy. And so it's very important that when you're with them, you know, you're really present and there and I think not panicked is the key. Right, because they can sense they can sense when you're panicked. Yeah. And even if you aren't saying those words, kids can definitely sense what's going on. And so it's really important to to get informed and to get to a place of, of calm yeah. um, for your own sake, but certainly for your, your 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 children's sake and for your ability to parent well. And once again, this is just a, 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 what we put into practice. These are things that work for us, and whatever works for you may work better. And if you have if you have any feedback on how you talk to some of your younger kids about this, we would love to hear it. So, talking about kids, what about in the preteen stage? A little bit, or preteen? Uh, what's before preteen? Preteen, but after like a 
So you're a toddler, you're preschool, you're grade school. What about grade school and preteen? Yeah. So, um, and that glorious tween stage that we're in right now too. I think, I think what common sense talks about is, is making sure that it's the right moment and it's on their time. I know that with our, with our preteen, she's super busy and, uh, doesn't want to be interrupted when she's, uh, uh, making TikToks and, 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 and on, and on FaceTime with her friends. And, uh, we find, you know, forget about Corona, just, just reminding her to do her homework while she's on FaceTime or, or with TikToks can be a, a huge fight. So, so certainly in, in, in talking about uh, something like coronavirus, um, it's really important at first to, to make sure that, that we wait, wait for the right moment and, um, and don't interrupt her. And of course, you know, with this age, it's really all about how does it impact me? Um, because they, you? No, me, not me, but them. Um, that that's what they're thinking. How does this impact me? And so for us in particular, of course, we have a bat mitzvah coming up this weekend. And the first thought for our our dear sweet tween is how does this impact me? How does this impact the bat mitzvah? And sometimes the answer is, you know what? We're not sure. I mean, you may have fewer people come. We're proceeding ahead unless otherwise um, indicated by the CDC or, or something along those lines, unless there's something major in our town. I, but it's hard. It's hard. And you just have to say, you know, I'm not sure, but I know no matter what, we are going to have the best time. And that that's kind of the approach we're taking. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's 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 hard to, to your point. It's hard for kids age seven through 12 to um, think uh, globally versus thinking about them and how things affect them. And that's and- OK that, you know, for that age. Right. Like they haven't learned it yet. They haven't learned it. I remember that, you know, from when Charlotte was little too, like when she used to like really be focused on her own world. And um, uh, we used to get so mad. And then I forgot who said, probably Jody. Yeah, said totally. This. I mean, it's like, it's yeah. like, it's like letting Seth win. And, you know, he says, if, right. if, uh, you know, you Let and I have had this, game, had, yeah. have this debate, you know, at, at, at age four, he's not really developmentally able to lose and that's okay. And so I let him win and, you know, I won't be letting him win for long. That's for sure. But, uh, (laughs) but for now, you know, he's at that stage and I think it's really important to be aware of what stage our children are at developmentally as we think about how to talk to them about things like, like Corona. Yeah, and you know what's really great? We, we are definitely going to post this article that we found that had sort of the, the guidelines around difficult topics because right now, all eyes, ears, and thoughts are on coronavirus, but there are so many difficult topics in the world and there are so many good examples of ways to address uh, different things, things around racism, things around uh, sexism, things around uh, pornography. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff here uh, that are real school shootings. You know, there's all kinds of stuff about how to discuss these topics. And so it's really uh, a great resource for that. With teenagers, I mean, my favorite thing is to watch a teenager become a teenager and be able to discuss some of these more difficult topics, at least in our home. I think different kids are different, but, you know, I think for us, Charlotte really does like to discuss sort of the global impact of this type of thing and how it would impact the economy and how it would impact the election and all of it. I mean, I think that's really on her mind and and having those broader topics with them sort of like an adult seems to work pretty well. Yeah, and I think with her and with with teenagers, while it's it's really important um, for me to share my own perspective and 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 our values as as parents, 
Um, it's also really valuable to encourage open dialogue and to encourage, you know, dissent and disagreement and, and letting her have her own perspective and, and thinking about things. I mean, you know, te the teenage years are when you start to become a little bit more independent, certainly in, uh, independent thinking. And it's been amazing uh, being able to see that in in Charlotte. And while, of course, I'm delighted when she agrees with me on things, I'm also really almost even more delighted when I when I, I see a thoughtful perspective that that might might be in, a di in disagreement with me but has been really well thought out and well articulated and I think that one of the things that's really important is just to ask them what they think you know put it back to them when they ask you a question you know say well what do you think of this and also know and and don't be afraid with your teenager to say that you don't know the answer because we don't. If we had the answer to everything, there would be no challenges really in the world. If we had the answer to uh, when will this end or how or anything, I mean, we would be, I guess, solving the world's problems, but we don't, we're not there. We're well, not there and it's or, okay. Or it's like okay we would be in the that. CDC or something. Yes, I mean. exactly. Future career, future career for us. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a tough time and this is, this is a tough, topic and it, you know when we were talking about the podcast today it's like okay what are we going to talk about well it's kind of hard to concentrate on anything else and so you know this is about rallying it's like we all have to come together as a community in this shared difficult time but we have to do it from a distance which is why podcasting actually is so fantastic because it allows you to do it from a distance maybe podcasting will be the new uh, meeting well, people can just podcast virtual, back and forth. Virtual meetings. Virtual oh, meetings. I bet too. you there'll be a lot of people listening to podcasts while they're sitting yes. home. That's it. Our numbers it's will skyrocket. There you go. I mean, because, you know, well, or at least they can certainly, if they're sitting at home, they can give us some feedback on what they like and what they or don't. Carrie, Carrie, you mentioned the bat mitzvah a little while ago. So I, I want to just turn our attention back to that for a moment in the context of how do we as parents make a very difficult decision, right? So so we are just a few days away from this in, in, in this bat mitzvah that we've planned for, you know, a year plus and that and that Kate's worked very, very hard for to to prepare for. And for those of you who are not uh, either Jewish or, you know, live in an area like New York where there are lots of Jews, a bar, a bar, a bar mitzvah is a coming of age for 13 year olds and um, there's a big ceremony followed by uh, a big celebration, um, and we've got you know a couple hundred people planned to to come to that uh, big ceremony and celebration. And so, you know, obviously, we have to have thought about about potentially canceling it. And you know, Carrie, you and I have 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 definitely talked a lot about this in the last few days, and where our heads at right now. Which I really, I I think I I got this from you, and I think it's really terrific. So so tell me if you if yeah. I'm off if I'm off base on this, but it's like, look, there's not been any diagnosed cases here in our town of Port Washington, and um, we feel like living our lives. Uh, of course, we're gonna have lots of hand sanitizer available and. And um, 
and 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 practice social distancing. So maybe yeah. the the hora, which is a a, a Jewish dance that you know everyone involves holds everyone holding hands, will probably skip that. But you know what you said to me that I really loved, Carrie, was you know we got to go on living our lives and right. not live our lives in fear, right. and 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 that's why we have made the decision, at least at this point, to to proceed with the bat mitzvah. Yeah, here's what I would say. I mean, first of all, we're sending out a communication to everyone who's going, saying, A, if you're sick, don't come. B, we are choosing to have the bat mitzvah. We totally understand if you're not comfortable coming. We are going to practice social distancing. We are going to take every precaution. We are going to encourage frequent hand washing, et cetera. Um, But at the end of the day, right now, it would be reactionary if it's not yet in our town. I believe this will be everywhere and it will wash through and then be gone. Um, but as of right now, it's not here. If, if our bat mitzvah was in a couple of weeks, we probably would cancel it because I think that you'd have enough time because this is happening also rapidly within the, ne- the next couple of days. Um, barring it coming into Port Washington, I, I think we're going to continue. And I do believe you have to live life and certainly not at the um, expense of anybody who is sick or immunocompromised. And I certainly don't want that. But I, I also think that if there are no cases reported in the area, then it's something we should consider doing. And again, that may change. And look, the bat mitzvah might be a lot smaller than it was. We, are, we already know okay. that uh, at least a couple of out-of-town yes, guests yes, yes. won't be able to make it. Yes. And that's very sad. And but and ultimately, okay. um, but ultimately, it's okay. Yes. And and um, we we feel like um, after Kate's worked so hard for this and, um, and you know, a, lo- a lot of people have put a lot into the planning that, um, and it's, it's not unsafe as of right, right now. So right. that's, that's the thing. It's not like Kate put in a lot of work. We know it's unsafe, but F it, we're living our lives. It's Kate put in a lot of work. It has not yet been deemed unsafe in this area. And so we're going forward until such time as it is. And if it is, and it's close, and we have to cancel because it's close and we lose on that, that's okay. We we just need to push forward, follow facts, not kind of the alarm. I think the media, by the way, I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of alarm, a lot of hysteria. It's not just the media, it's even reactions. It's seeing people's reactions on social media. It's just very, very difficult. Yeah, well, we talked about this earlier. It's, yeah. it's, it's obviously yeah. a challenging, um, it's a very, very challenging landscape. So. So that's that's Wish our plan. Um, I'd love to know what you're thinking. I mean, have you canceled stuff? Are you are you? What would you do if you were in our shoes? You know, we 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 uh, we don't have all the answers. We're just we're just like you, trying to figure stuff out along the way and be the best parents that we can and the best husband and wife that we can and and but the best you know what, leaders Dave? that we can. But what do we know? The good thing is that no matter what, we are in it together. We are we are. Go- I have to tell you, I could not go through this right now without Dave. Like, especially the decisions around the bat mitzvah, all of it. And it's so helpful to have someone to be in the trenches with you, figuring it out. Well, there you go. Thanks, Carrie. And um, that seems like as good a time as any to say goodbye. So I will thank you for taking advantage of your extra time, perhaps wherever you are, by leaving a review in the uh, in the Apple Store and subscribing. If you haven't subscribed yet, we appreciate both of those a lot as we come at you every week. And until next time, this is Dave. And, and this is Carrie. And we are in, in it together. together.